back, exploring the tackle culture in Texas through the eyes of the people in the Lone Star. But, you know, he got out with his brains, he got out with his money, and he got out with his health, and his bones are all relatively intact, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I'm, I've always been proud of him. I, I like him. I, I hope he comes back. I hope it's not the last story we ever hear from him. But, you know, wrestling moves on. They'll find another. They already found another punk one. Welcome back to. I'm ready to talk now. 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 Well, hello, everyone. Um, I'm gonna welcome myself back. I, I think it just feels right to just welcome, welcome me back. Hello. Um, I've been away for like three months, basically. I haven't done shit for like three and a half months. I haven't done anything um, since my previous episode. And I, 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 I literally packed shit away and then just said, I don't want to touch anything or look anything, look at anything for a while. And I stuck to my guns on that one. Um, I didn't really do much. I was drawing a little bit and... Uh, Kind of just reading up on graphic novels and you know some you know some other books and you know just going to record shops and just enjoying myself. So I uh, I hope that you all did the same during this um, I guess another hectic but you know same old usual break that everyone takes during the holidays. Um, I know it's frustrating. I know people are just crazy and desperate and you know quite frankly it's sad but i hope everyone's re-energized and uh we can we can start this whole thing all over again because it, it, yeah it's endless is it not anyway uh i'm glad that you guys are back and also to uh thank you once again for um your love and support and all of that from the messages that i received from my uh, from my previous episode, uh, thank you guys very much. Um, it meant it meant it meant the world to me, and uh, yeah, um, thank you. Seriously, I truly do mean it. Um, I'm terrible at thanking people. I think so. Anyway, let's kind of get started here. Um, just hear me out for a, just a second before we truly get started. I think sometimes people don't realize they're staring directly at the correct answers. You know, just due to our mind just being so fogged up all the goddamn time. Um, you gotta really look close to see the hurt and the sickness in people's eyes. I, it's, it's, it's the most uncomfortable thing. I'm pretty sure it is. I. Uh, and I'm talking about like dangerously close and that's what I mean by it's uncomfortable. So I like to think that we've been conditioning, even maybe programming ourselves to interact within this entertainment world that's been created, you know, throughout the years. 
Uh, we we live in a society full of full of entertainment, right? Like Hollywood entertainment and social media has completely seeped its way through the real world. That's how I feel a lot of the times. Basically, we are no longer able to tell pure happiness from the sick. Everyone is putting on a like a fucking performance and we don't know who's truly happy anymore and I feel like it's getting worse and it's going to continue to get worse. So anyway, I digress. I'm going to tell y'all a little story about how I met the one and only CM Punk. I worked in TV news for 12 years, broadcast news, um, and I was only doing morning shifts um, since I started. I, I, I never wanted to. Um, I never wanted to go to the evenings. Um, I was approached along with some of my friends were approached to go to evenings but I just didn't uh I don't know I just didn't I just didn't like the vibe of the evening the evening timers I I I just I, I just didn't like it so I chose to stay on on the morning side um it afforded me um a I guess a bit of a I wouldn't call it like a nightlife um but, you know, just knock it out. It was one of those things where I was like, you know, just just, just knock it out. You can knock out this thing, go home at noon, take a nap or something, go work out. You know, you have the rest of the day, uh, evening, to do whatever you like. Of course, and I'm really, really young at that time. So, um, you know anything from parties and uh, going downtown and hanging out and um, uh, you know just staying up super late and I could do whatever I want as long as you know just be responsible and get up at fucking 3 o'clock in the morning um, or something you know 3.30 uh, so as I mentioned I've been doing this for so long and uh, by this time, um, pretty much slightly beforehand, I was getting burnt out. I was done. Um, I was looking for, you know, a way out. I needed to do something else with my life. Um, the, the career that I had was feeling more like a job just a regular job things had changed all kinds of stuff had changed uh within a company it, it's it's gonna happen you know you go from this small local super independent uh news station to you know you have you know real investors who are coming in and the the real suits were coming in and you know 
different corporations are looking at you. We were under a we were a CBS affiliate, but you know all these other companies were looking at us to buy us and all this stuff. And you know things change. You know that's you know that's that's just life. So anyway, uh, like every other morning, you know, waking up super early, I gotta go in and put on this three and a half hour four-hour show morning show and you know it, it's 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 grueling um i think you know and it can also get really boring in my opinion so if you are if you know anything about the news business or whatever um you know morning news is you know it's rinse wash repeat basically so you do like a full hour and then you just re-rack and you do that bitch again basically um, you know, because everybody has different times of when they're waking up and all this stuff, and so everything's the same. The only thing that's possibly could be different is maybe if there's breaking news or if there's like a different a difference in traffic. You know, as the morning uh, proceeds, it's just it's just slightly different. But the news stories that we're covering are almost like a copy paste thing from the evening side, the night side news and producers are you know up at you know coming in graveyard shift style and you know repeating what the other producers have already written they kind of update it if there is an update and blah 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 uh so i'm coming in and uh at this time i'm already a director slash you know technical director but at that point i was calling the shows the morning shows and I come in you know turn on the board and you know you, you turn on your computer and blah 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 and you kind of setting up uh, for the show so we had this thing called iNews and this is what we were using to create the rundown and the producers have you know are sending you you know this is what we're doing for the show we just got to make the camera shots and uh yeah uh as i'm going through the rundown cre creating these camera shots and all this stuff um we have an interview and um first off i'd like to state that um i'm i'm a i am a major wrestling fan a professional wrestling fan um I like a lot of the promotions always have and um, by this time of course everybody knows who WWE is right everybody knows um, it's a household uh, a company so um, by that time things had gotten weird with that company I think they they were going through a I guess yeah they were doing this whole PG style which that technically they're still in i guess and you know i got turned off by it so you know i'm watching you know ring of honor and impact and a little bit of new japan and uh anyway i'm working on my rundown getting the shots and i noticed that we normally we have like a couple interviews uh within those four hours maybe a couple to a few depending on the day um whether it be pets or some cooking shit or whatever some pseudo celebrity will come in or whatever and uh 
I see CM Punk on the rundown, you know, you know, on the notes. And I'm like, CM Punk? I'm like, maybe that's a typo. I'm not watching Raw, SmackDown, any of that shit anymore. So I don't know who's coming to town. I have no clue. I don't know. I don't care. As time goes by, we're probably about 20 minutes out from showtime. Uh, the producer, Jose, comes in. And, and I don't know if he caught wind of me being a professional wrestling fan. I don't know. I don't. I have no idea where he heard that from. But he came in, and maybe he was. I don't know that. And he came in, and he's he's like, hey, good, good morning, blah, blah, blah. What's up? I'm like, oh, nothing much, man. You know, let's get this show over with. And he's like, hey, did, did you see the CM Punk's coming in? And I was like, so that wasn't a typo. He's like, nah, man, CM Punk's coming in. You know, I'm like, okay, that's, that's great. All right. So uh, he leaves. Um, we're setting things up and you know it, it's almost you know showtime so mind you guys this is a three and a half hour or whatever three hour four hour show I think it was like a three hour show at that time uh, so let's just say it was a three hour show so we got to go through basically like two and a half hours before punk arrives um, to the station uh, and uh, yeah, we're going through the you know rinse, wash, repeat, rinse, wash, repeat. So as we're doing the show, we're having a really good show if I can remember correctly. Um, and you know, we got to go to break, and we normally do interviews, um, like the really big interviews, uh, the last thirty minutes of the broadcast and uh yeah we go to break and uh jose gets word from the phone call uh into the control room that cm punk has arrived and he's getting excited and i you know i'm doing my job so i can't really fully get into it but i'm like okay that's fucking cool all right and um, you know, we come back from break and we're doing some more, you know, stuff and then uh, we go to break and then it's pretty it's almost time to do the interview and then his assistant, I guess that's who she was, uh, they walk into the uh, into the studio and he sits down and our audio op, uh, Diana walks out there to go give him a microphone and, you know, strap a mic to him and all this stuff. And, you know, he's just sitting there, you know, very calm and just hanging out. And, um, yeah, so I'm they're moving cameras over and I'm just watching them move cameras and we're seeing what, you know, shot works best and yada, yada, yada. And and uh, this is where things start to get really weird. And I can't stress this enough. Like, I wasn't in a good place I needed to leave and I was just waiting for this show to be over with like I just want this shit to be done so as we're setting up cameras I don't know if he intentionally looked 
was looking at the camera or what but the dude was just staring at the camera and I think he was just checking out the studio honestly but he was just like staring but it looked like he was looking directly in the lens and I'm not lying he punk looked like he was one of the most miserable human beings I had ever seen in my life the dude just looked tired he looked sad and he just looked like I don't want to do this anymore I don't I don't care about this anymore I'm beat to shit uh I don't give a fuck anymore but guess what I'm a professional and I gotta do these interviews I gotta promote the show I didn't know Raw was even in town like he's there to promote Raw because they came to the Frank Irwin Center and the dude had probably been up before I woke up possibly and he's got to do six more of those got to go to the other news stations and do some more press and then he's got to probably get maybe a couple hours of sleep and then go to the fucking venue and prep and all this shit that dude was fucking tired and he's just staring like off in the distance and directly in the camera and it's just weird and there was a point during that commercial break where I just stared at that man I just stared at him at the monitors I think people were maybe talking to me in my ear about how does this shot look I think we're good I don't know I don't know what the fuck happened I just know that I wasn't home anymore and I was just looking at this man and I felt like there was I felt something where I was like this dude I think that we feel the same exact way his profession is completely different from mine but I think the production aspect of it the waking up early the the just the not feeling appreciated uh, all this was just going through my mind and I just I finally snapped out of it because mass control is you know counting this down you know we're like at you know one minute you know till we come back and I'm like okay cool all right here we go and yeah I snap out of it go right back into work mode and then we get this interview out the way uh interviews done go back to commercial break we come back we do like a little fluffer kicker or whatever the fuck and then something happy and then you know someone does their little you know the meteorologist you know will do her little thing and about weather and clear skies or whatever the fuck and then traffic you know blah 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 and then you know bam we in the show nice pull out bam we're done and I just took off my headset and I just sat there in the chair because once that was done, I was like, this is, this, this is great. Okay, we're done now. So, after, after our shows, we always do like a, a post, a post show, post show meeting. And, uh, you gotta go out there, run over some notes, what the mistakes were on our end, on the, you know, on the anchors end, the producers end, blah, blah, blah. Everyone gets shit off their chest, I guess, or whatever. So we do all that. And uh, uh, 
Jose, I think we're about to like wrap up our meeting. Jose comes in and says, hey guys, CM Punk is still here in the building. If you guys want photos, come get a photo with them or something. And, uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, uh, don't, I, I've, I've never really felt that comfortable doing those things. It, it's, I'm just not really like that. I've missed so many opportunities in my life to like meet people who I have looked up to and I just, I just cowered out and I just, I just go away. Um, I can't do it. I turtle up and that's it. Um, so I go back to the control room and you know, I'm just sitting at my desk and you know, surfing the fucking web or something. Uh, and uh, Jose comes in through the control room and say, hey, Jamil, hey, listen, uh, punk is outside or he's in the uh he's in the newsroom you want to come hang out and get a photo with him like no i don't want to man he's like dude come on man he's not gonna come back so you know come get a photo or something i was like no he leaves i forgot that i needed to go into the newsroom there was some shit that i had to go do and i completely forgot about it i was like oh fuck i need to go do this thing I go out there. Jose is already taking photos with them. There's some, I think there were like two other people, but he was gracious enough to stay because he truly had to leave. I know that for a fact. Uh, and I'm blowing past people and I need to go do what I needed to go do. I think it was the edit bay. I, need, I needed to go into the edit bay uh, to go grab something. And Jose spots me and he ends up yelling out. Uh, it's okay, man. He's got to go, but but he he's cool with taking photos. I'm like, no, I'm cool, man. And I'm looking at this dude, and I'm like, no, I'm good. Which probably looked like I was just a piece of shit person because I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't I don't care. I don't give a fuck about this guy. <laughs> but deep down inside, like, yeah, this dude's fucking amazing. And I've watched this man's career in Ring of Honor and you know tna and just i've seen this man's career and fuck and i'm just like nah i don't give a fuck fuck him <laughs> uh and he looks at me and we just lock eyes these most miserable eyes from these two men and he's like do you want a photo man and i'm like uh no, not really. He's like, come on, man. Come on, let's do a photo. It's cool. It's fine. And I'm like, all right, fine. And Jose takes the photo of me and Punk side by side. You know, I shake his hand and I'm like, thanks, man. You know, I think I said thanks. Cool. I I'm, I'm just not fucking feeling it, man. And fuck <laughs> he leaves i kind of feel bad but i'm also like i want to go home i still got like six hours to go or something and uh jose emails me the photo and i don't look at it till i get home um i go out th i go through my the you know the rest of the morning and uh whatever bullshit things i had to do that day uh editing or whatever after the shows and uh i get home 
and I look at the I look at the photo. I'm I shit you not, guys. I'm not I'm not joking. These the it, it's a sad photo. It's a very very sad photo. I think he kind of almost like he like he, I guess he was like smirking in a way in a smirk a sad smile. I'm just like I don't give a fuck. I'm sad. He's sad. Everybody's just fucking sad. And I just started laughing as I'm looking at this photo. I started laughing. And I said, this is fucking terrible. And I walk downstairs into the kitchen. And I just sit there in the kitchen. And that was probably when I decided that I needed to leave the station I needed to go I thought about it a lot after that but I think that was when I I said I can't do this anymore and I need to figure out a way to leave I'm not happy this is no longer a career this is just some job I'm working with people who are just fucking yes people they don't give a fuck about anybody they care about the money only they don't care about their employees um raises aren't a thing um appreciation wasn't given um if it was it was fake as shit i was just done with the company i was done with the corporate aspect of it and uh, it no longer felt like home and no longer felt like a place where I could go and actually learn something and work with like genuine like peers um, that era of news was gone it, it was it that was it that was done so um I truly truly am grateful for the shit photo op <laughs> um if it probably really if it probably wasn't for punk coming in uh and me not looking at that guy and seeing a reflection in the mirror because that's what it was to me I'm not saying I will still be there or whatever, but something had to be done and, and I wasn't, you know, can I, and I guess I wasn't willing to make that decision. You know, I, I, I had seen this man's career, but I can't really see it because he's got to perform. He's, he's got to be on. So I'm not really seeing it, but I had the opportunity to see it outside of his company. I got a chance to see Phil. I got a chance to actually see what it's like outside that company where you don't have to turn that shit on and be the performer. You can just be you. And that motherfucker was miserable. And I saw it. So it wasn't that long after where I started really looking for other work and making that work. The Band-Aid. I had to... I had to 
put on that band-aid i had to go find that band-aid put it on and then go from there so uh i you know i owe it to him that uh i got a chance to see a see real life in front of me and not everybody is happy in their careers and you know not everybody is we don't know the full fucking story so as time passed on we started getting more information about how this man felt and where he was in his life and I was right I was right I felt the same so uh yeah all I can say is thank you that's all I can say I don't think I'll ever meet this guy again but I could say thank you so good times right (laughs) it's a it's so weird but I'm not joking you have to stare dangerously into someone's eyes to see the pain the sickness and just downright sadness in a person's eyes in their face in their in their mannerisms you gotta see it people show that to you all the time but i think everyone's so busy and caught up in this bullshit you don't get a chance to fucking talk to people people tell you stories all the fucking time without saying any words whatsoever and they're great stories some are very fucking heart-wrenching but just listen observe and i think i think that you might find something you took you will take something away from it and that's what i did i took i took some things away from that from that encounter um from me just staring into a fucking monitor in a real life situation and uh it provided me an opportunity and it gave me the fucking balls to just go fuck it i'm done I know that I'm hurt. I know that I'm I'm probably I've been hurt for quite some time. It's time for me to leave. Let's do something else, man. So again, thank you. And uh yeah. On to the next stuff. So Thanks. If at all through my journey, any of my personal choices or decisions related to my life made you feel disappointed or let down, let me just say, let me just say, I understand. If you all try to understand that I was never gonna get healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally, staying in the same place that got me sick in the first place. mentioned how everyone's putting on a performance of a lifetime right and we don't know 
who's truly happy anymore. If you haven't been able to 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 tell already, uh, I am a pessimistic optimist. That's just me. I just think that people are fucked up, uh, and I can't help but see the bad in certain things. No apologies from from my end. Uh, although all that shit is terrible. Um, we know that social media and the entertainment world is fucking people up left and right. I do try and find the silver lining. I do try and find some optimistic things online. It's out there. You just got to really look for it instead of all the negative bullshit. But I do read some pretty inspiring stories online about positive outlooks on people's lives, you know. People are posting about their meaning of value, which is great. Uh, getting the respect they deserve from the companies they work so fucking hard for. Uh, I do think that we are finally understanding our worth in the professional world. You get it? Like, this isn't the fucking 1950s. So, people just going by the traditions and doing the graduate from high school possibly go to college get a job uh get married get you know have kids blah 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 white picket fence yada 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 like that's just um people want more people are noticing that they want more and there's nothing wrong with that so we shouldn't have to fake this shit shit anymore we just shouldn't i i think go with what your gut tells you if it's telling you to get out then get the hell out of there and go do something else. Um, we all know it's going to be tough, but I'd rather take the long way home than hurt myself for someone else's perception of happiness. Does that make sense? Um, to me, I think that that is pretty goddamn punk rock. That's some punk rock shit. I'm not talking about the colorful, you know, hair dye, mohawk shit. That that shit's cool and all, but using your brain to outsmart the people that are trying to make you sick. The ones that are actually making you sick. Like, that's, that's some fucking punk rock shit, man. I'm a fan of it. And speaking of punk rock shit um, and punk rock, uh, there's this band... They are no longer active, I'm pretty sure. Uh, They're from the Bay Area. Their name is Replica. Uh, I had the pleasure of finding them uh, randomly uh, back whenever, you know, 2013, I think, 14, whenever uh, MySpace became like a uh, music platform in a way. And uh, they just showed up on there. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And yeah, they had like some they had like some seven inches out there and then they threw out like a I guess an EP and uh, I guess like their first self-titled then the EP I think uh, but this is off of their EP uh, called Beast um, but they are a really cool punk rock band I wish that they were still around and uh, this song that I'm about to play it's called Imagine Sisyphus Uh, That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go a little Greek mythology, just a little bit. Um, 
and I hope you enjoy it. I really do. So be productive, stay safe, be kind to one another, and I will hopefully see you guys later. And uh, yeah, don't blink, guys. This is punk rock, so if you blink, you're going to fucking miss it. Here we go. Imagine Sisyphus. All right, peace. I'm not like